0: Today's episode is brought to you by SheWins Membership, our one and only membership that gives you access to all the tools and resources that you need to start and grow your business. From online marketing to branding to mindset, a library of all the skills you need to master in order to build a successful and thriving business. Join over 500 women supporting each other inside the SheWins membership and get the support that you need to build your dream online business. Head over to SheWinsMastermind.com forward slash membership and that's SheWinsMastermind.com forward slash membership. You can also find the details in the show notes. Hello beautiful people and welcome to today's episode. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing. I'm really excited to be here with you today and to introduce today's guest. Oh my God, it's so exciting and so interesting. Today on the podcast, I have Brittany Williams and I'm really excited to get to talk to her because her journey started with taking selfies and this is like so cool and interesting and I know that you guys are gonna love her story because Brittany is a body embodiment coach and her story started with using selfies to heal and shift her own mindset and her own perception about her buddy but you know it is there's so much to this story and I want Brittany to share with you today so I'm so happy to have you here Brittany welcome to the Shewings podcast.
1: It's so good to be here thank you for having me I am so excited to share this goodness.
0: That's great so tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started.
1: Um, My background I was one of those people where I have always been the person that people came to for advice anyway. Um, And so that's how I stepped into the coaching journey, uh, just really taking my role and my power in that position. Um, One thing that I noticed as I became a mom, as aging happened and life happened, is that I noticed that my body changed so much in probably maybe a 10-year period Mm -hmm. from 25 to 30-something. My body changed yeah. so much during postpartum. I had a mega weight loss experience, 126-pound uh, weight loss. Um, and uh, just you know, going to life in general and things moving so fast these days, I looked in the mirror one day and realized that I needed to really get to know myself, that my body held some wisdom and some really messages that, for me that yeah. I needed to spend some time with. And so that's how I started to kind of get a tune with the embodiment uh, and mindset aspect of this. Um, And then I just realized Mm -hmm. that we see ourselves so differently when we look in a mirror, when we look down, when we look at a photo, or we're looking in a camera, like Mm -hmm. we look different every time. And for some reason, I really had an affinity towards the selfie.
0: Yeah, so you define yourself as a mindset and embodiment coach. What do you do? So how can you help me and what problems do I need to have in order for you to help me with it?
1: Well, The problems when it comes to mindset and embodiment work, I mean, it ranges so much. Um, I deal with clients who are already mega investors, already, you know, just knocking it out the park and they really just want some other aspects of their life, their health their, um, the way that they think about themselves, maybe it could be a relationship or sexuality. They want to have those things line up with all of their awesomeness. And so that's where Mm -hmm. mindset and embodiment work comes in is really bridging the gap. You are already amazing. You don't need to be fixed. This is, I always say, this is an unfixing. You're not broken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to mindset and embodiment work we bridge the gap we bridge the gap from where you are to where you truly want to be as i always say i I always tell my clients i was like we become the like the us you will become the you of your dreams when you start doing this work
0: Mm -hmm. so what are the steps that someone needs to take to discover themselves and get to their best version of themselves like you were talking about?
1: Um, I really, I break it down into three aspects, body, mind, and spirit. And so what happens Mm -hmm. on that body, mind, spirit journey is I am a true believer in keeping things simple. Start with one thing at a time. Don't try to take on Something yeah. that looks so big. Let's make things look small. Let's make them feel really good, and bring some ease to our yeah. experience. Um, and so that's where I start. Because honestly, uh, especially like if you're a, you are one of those women or men who you take a lot of different roles in the day. You're some you're somebody mom. You're somebody's parent. You're a business owner. You might be still working a nine to five. You have all these different roles and tags that's on you and demands, and you may be the person that's last on the list. And so what I do when it comes to the body piece is get clients to start seeing themselves, for one, because you will project how you feel and what you see. And so I believe that you're the one that has to be convinced first. That starts for me with the body piece. It doesn't look like being skinny. It doesn't look like uh, having this crazy diet or anything like that. It's just intuitively starting to know your body, feel what you feel, and welcome mm. all of it in. Uh, whether it's good or bad or emotional. I was just like, fear is nothing to me. I was like, that's nothing. I invited in and we I, you let fear do its job because it's really there trying to protect you. But yeah. it's starting to deal with our anxiety response. Noticing where we're holding anxiety, fear, and resistance in our bodies and actually bringing some love and affection to those areas. Also starting to eat Mm. for the things that make us feel good. I had one client, she was just like, if I could kick the sugar, I could probably get so much done in a day. It's like, well, let's do that together Mm. because you deserve to be supported in that area. It's something that simple is going to make you feel good and get more done. And honestly, I'm like, I'm one of those people. I'm not shy about how much I love money. And so I'm just like, honestly, at this point in my life, I was like, I eat for what's gonna be profitable for me. And so it's profitable for me Mm -hmm. to feel good. So I eat the meals that make me feel good. Um, As we move from that aspect to the mindset aspect, mindset becomes easier when you have brought pleasure and start and move from a place of pleasing in your life. Mindset becomes a little bit easier. So you feel good you're in a place of pleasure, you brought ease to your life. Now you're getting to the point where you get to start identifying what you really want, what your true desire mm-hmm. is, doing your fear inventory, knowing what already you know makes you tremble a little bit and just making those things yeah. smaller, uh, doing the journal work around it, making sure that you have the embodiment piece. I do have some people that do a lot of public speaking is we do a work with anchoring and that's all about just calming your nervous system or sometimes you just have to tell your brain to shut up so that your body can do what it needs to do (laughs) um and then as we move (laughs)
0: yeah
1: and as we move from that mindset piece we go into the connection with spirit that looks different for everybody i'm one of those people that I, I, i let tell people to observe themselves without judgment Don't think that you have to have the spirituality of the person next to you. You have a connection Mm -hmm. that's going to be divine for you. And it's going to be something that you will have your messages. You will have your connection. You will have your love. You will have your affection. And you will start to know that the universe is not against you. The universe is here with you to to co-create your reality. And so that's our journey when we come, when clients come and connect with me.
0: Yeah, and I like the fact that you actually spoke about these three things, mindset, body, and and, uh, spirit. Because I believe that if one of them is actually not taken care of, everything else crashes. And I like the way you actually explained it. Because when you don't take care of your body or your health is not okay, automatically you don't feel good mentally. You don't feel like doing stuff. You don't feel active. And when your spirituality is not so everything impacts the other and i like that that's the work that you actually do in order for someone to actually feel a balanced in life as well in order to that person to achieve their dreams and achieve the life that they want to have and i like that these are the three things that actually are needed these are the three things i need to work on in order to do this so let's go a little bit back before you started Uh, your coaching business. What were you doing before you started your coaching business?
1: Before I started my coaching business, I um, was a mom. And um, a manager in corporate America, working in a financial Mm. capacity. And I was always managing groups of people. Um, Most of my career, early on in my career, I started managing people, managing projects. Mm. And, you know, my kids came along. I've always been, even as a person, um, like a young person in college, undergrad, I've always been involved with my community, really Connecting with the young people in the community, and so I always had a group of, for, at some capacity, connecting with young mm. people, teenagers, um, and being a mentor, in some way, in some capacity, even supporting children, especially inner-city, lower-income children that are probably first-generation college students, mm-hmm. like I was. I encouraged them to do study abroad. So, at, as a college, as as a college student who didn't have that much, I found ways to raise money, to if it was only a thousand dollars to go towards the plane ticket it would, it would be something to get a student to go and study
0: abroad and get that experience and bring it back with them. Yeah so what happened why did you decide to start your coaching business? Uh,
1: I started my coaching business uh, it was two it was probably two reasons it was a passion and I saw a need that needed to be filled my passion is people always I have a heart for the person that is sees the gap and just wants to know how to get there and so I definitely have a heart Mm -hmm. for people and the need that I saw of course the coaching industry seems so flooded at times but I realized that we all have our own voice there's always somebody waiting to connect with them it could be because you sound like them it could be because you look like them it could be because you've told them something that they haven't heard before um, but for some reason, somehow, I still saw a need out there. And I just felt like, rightfully so, like I could step into that role. And if it was only going to help one person, it was worth starting. It was worth doing. And uh, just so happened, yeah, it just yeah. happened to be more than one person that that has caught on.
0: <laughs> How do you transition from actually working in corporate America to actually owning your own business? What was the transition? Did you left your job and started a business? Did you do it part-time? How was your experience?
1: I did my business. I would always say I did my business part-time, but everything felt full-time. I <laughs> so the business felt full-time, the, uh, the, you know, my work feels full-time. I still am on my corporate job and mm-hmm. transitioning uh to the next step to you know full-time entrepreneurship but he like said like i i would work my full-time job and like there was no weekends for me <laughs> um there was no weekends yeah. and i would just take the things yeah. but i also made sure i prioritized myself in the meantime and just had blocks on my schedule and time where i made sure that I myself in the midst of all of that uh, and also just my same theory, I did one thing at a time. So I just capitalized and, you know, exercise my one thing. And so you, you've never ever probably see market or shout out or uh, promote more than one thing that's going on at a time, because that's been key for me, managing my time and productivity. And I also, I was so encouraged when I got connected to you when you said I got help like early on in my business I didn't wait to get help and I was like oh my gosh I could do that
0: and
1: I think probably within 24 hours of hearing you say those words I got help and it has turned everything around.
0: you see like that's actually so good to hear because you guys don't know but i actually met Brittany in one of my networking sessions so i got to know her better and we had to we discuss and we talked about a lot of things as you guys know i believe so much in networking and actually connecting with other women, encouraging each other, learning from each other. And that's actually, after that networking event, Brittany told me that she actually hired a VA. And I'm so happy to hear that because I know that it's actually going to make you more money and give you more time. And that's what we all want, isn't it? Yes,
1: it's been a delight and it's oddly enough, as an early business owner, Like, I just didn't think that it was time for that. I thought that I had to be so far ahead to, you know, I had this threshold and this is when I can have help. And I was just like, well, when am I ever going to get to that threshold if I don't get help? So, Mm.
0: um, and so I just followed that advice. (laughs) Yeah. And I like what you just said right now, because I, I all the time in every stage in our our business. Even right now, sometimes I just feel like, ah, I should wait till that happens before I do that. But we don't always need to remind ourselves that waiting is actually not the game here. The game is like, how do I get to my goals as fast as I can with less effort and by leveraging my community, my time, my social media and everything. So um, it's actually good to hear that now you actually open up your business because this is actually going to open up so many doors and you're going to have more income and more free time. So that's actually great to hear. Let's actually move into what you're doing right now. Obviously, I know what you do is so amazing. Let let's talk about how you started with the art of selfie. Tell us more about that. How did you use <laughs> selfie to heal yourself and heal others?
1: I said so I started off like the selfish, like I told you, it was like one of those things where I needed to like get to know me a little bit better. And for some reason, I mm-hmm. saw myself so I saw myself differently when I started taking selfies. And I remember saying a prayer one day saying that God I want to see you the way you see me and I realized that I started doing this selfie thing after I said that prayer and I was just like I think that was like a transformation in the visibility of me of me seeing myself first because I know a lot of times that we go out into the world and we have pictures or we don't take the pictures at all but it's really that we're waiting for somebody to give us permission or approval a like a love or something in that area And I realized that, gosh, you could get that first, and this was the tool to do it. And so (laughs) Soul Snatching Seduction is the brand for my selfie coaching. And people always say, like, what is this? Like, nobody knows what it is until they actually kind of get into it. (laughs) And I always tell people, I say, Soul Snatching as a soul seduction flew out of my mouth one day because I kind of started doing this workshop impromptu in another mastermind like the question was mm-hmm. who is taking these pictures of you and I was just like I am and they were like how so, <laughs> so I started giving them the tools and the tips because I started doing photography as a hobby but I realized mm-hmm. with children you cannot take out an $800 camera fast enough and keep it safe enough while kids are running around so I am just I have to do this with yeah. my phone and so I applied mm-hmm. a lot of the skills that I knew from photography to phone photography and then mm-hmm. I used that when I was taking photos of myself and so a big part of it happened when I was going through my weight loss journey because I needed to know I was trying to track my like what the, the body changes and that postpartum yeah. tracking the track body changes and so I would use to I would do side by sides and play around with different things um, mm. and look back at the pictures and reflect on them and I realized that like so a lot of it was ended up being mindset work because I didn't have some struggles that some people would have in uh, weight loss or postpartum. It was just kind of like I noticed rapid response to anxiety, mm-hmm. um, dealing with body dysmorphia, going through 126 pounds weight loss, it's like losing a human. So, <laughs> and yeah. so the body dysmorphia is a real thing as you go through body changes, aging, for whatever reason, I've had people who have finished long term cancer treatments come to the selfie class um and it was just that they were just like i just need to do this because like one day i would like to get out of the house and like ha- do life again but i haven't done it in so long that here i am and so it just gave me the opportunity to learn the around seeing myself in that way uh it also will push you to take care of yourself in different areas it you know if you're a person that you kind of feel sluggish but and you don't usually dress yourself in a day if you know that you're going to take a photo you're going to spiffy up a little bit you're going to do a little bit more for yourself you're going to actually reap the benefits of that and um yeah. with with soul snatch and seduction one of the key things because there's a lot of business owners especially during these COVID times coming through the programs um it's about connectivity so as so I say, soul snatch, I was like, some souls equal cells sometimes, <laughs> most of the time. Uh, we don't get to take our professional <laughs> photos shoots every yeah. time we launch or we're just starting off and we can't, you know, you can't afford that. And so I really like, I'm about high quality connected photos and being able to do them yourself like capturing every moment and connecting with your audience. So that's where the seduction part comes from, is uh, connecting with the audience. Um, and so, and then we've jumped into some other juicy embodiment pieces as well.
0: <laughs> That's so good to hear. And I like the way you actually connected that taking selfie, tracking with your mindset and how it helps your mindset as well. Because you said that, you know, because you, you need to take a picture and because you know you're going to take a picture, you're going to take more care of yourself and how you look. So automatically you're doing things for yourself and you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel good about the pictures and all this. So that's, that's actually so good. Did you have any moments where you were thinking, um, I feel overwhelmed. I don't know if I should keep going with my coaching business. Did you have any of these moments?
1: Uh, probably every day, but, <laughs> but I how do you overcome
0: it? What keeps you going on?
1: What keeps me going is really just knowing having already like I'm one of the I'm a real goal oriented person and so with all the fear, with all the doubt, anything that comes up, like I am dedicated to the goal. And so I have been I have been one of those people who I have realized that there's sometimes our sometimes we create things in our mind, and we kind of antagonize ourselves and work against ourselves. And I was just like, Man, you know what? That's okay too. If that's what you're mm-hmm. what you're gonna do, and that's your go-to habit, start transmuting that and making it work for you. And so the last uh <laughs> the last big thing that I did, I always tell people, I say I did this in fear and trembling, and it was the soul-snatching so- seduction naked edition, and. Mm -hmm. Having never stepped out like that before and not knowing what the world would say about what I was doing, still making that step. I did Mm -hmm. the mindset work and said, I am so thrilled about the idea of expressing myself this way that I'll do it even if nobody responds. And I did it and I was just like, I started to get satisfaction, gratitude, and just being so satisfied with myself for Mm -hmm. expressing myself in that way. And so anything that happened after that moment was really just extra. And so the 60 people that came through that program within two weeks, (laughs) that was laying out because I was already thrilled about the idea that I took a step in expressing myself in a way that I had never did before and that made me feel really, really good. And I was just like, and it didn't, so everything that happened after that was laying, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's actually great because for you, the winning, the, the win was already, like, doing it. Like, going through that challenge yourself and then all the other, okay, everything, you know, after you actually did it, You felt fulfilled, you feel happy, you were satisfied. You actually, that energy attracted all those people. That's why I believe, isn't it?
1: Yes, it really was. (laughs) (laughs) And I I wanted to, I'm one of those people that I will set with intention. And so I have reached a point now that when I take a photo, especially if I really leaned into this photo and I'm expressing myself in Mm -hmm. a new way, I put a price on it. And I was like, this photo is worth (laughs) this much money. (laughs) So this is
0: how much oh, I'll make. I, like that. <laughs> I really like that. That is so cool. So you're like, you have a whole thing. Okay, how much are your photos worth usually? When I take a photo, <laughs> if I take a photo and it's just me
1: taking a random everyday photo, I would say it may be worth mm-hmm. somewhere between about five and $800. If I actually... Okay. Like, I just recently climbed the mountain, and I was in a really good scenery, and that's where I took a lot of the photos that I did for Naked Edition, so I was pressing myself. Mm-hmm. I climbed the mountain. I found waterfalls. I, uh, you know, I had some new photos that were very tasteful, uh, mm-hmm. I actually, and I get all of my photos I every probably 90 days. I get a photo printed of myself, and I have it because mm-hmm. it's my inspiration because I believe in people being their yeah. own as well. Um, so true. But that photo, because I traveled for it and I put expense into it, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I told myself, I said, this photo is worth at least $2,000. And that photo was worth more yeah. than $2,000 because I only used that one photo. <laughs>
0: I love that. I really love that. I'm actually going to start doing this. And I know that after a lot of people hear this episode, they're going to start putting prices on their pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Like depending on how much effort, how the picture made you feel, like how much do you think your picture is worth it? Let us know. Send us a screenshot. Connect to Brittany and let us know like if you try this and if it actually manifested in your life. So let's, um, let's (laughs) let's talk about um uh you you know things that you like things you know this is what i call my speed questions so the first question is do you have a favorite book or book that changed everything for you favorite book and the book that
1: changed everything for me is autobiography of a yogi that book unlocked so much mystery uh it's the story i ended up reading it because i heard that steve jobs read that book every day for 25 years i mean every year for 25 years and so i was I like that
0: never me. heard of this book
1: yes he read it every Nothing. year for 25 years straight and uh y'all said yeah. that's the book that's worth reading so <laughs> i started reading mm-hmm. it and i can definitely see why he can read it every year because there's something different every time i open it I realized something different. Very mystic, very just... Can you you repeat the name again? It's Autobiography of a Yogi. And the name of the person who wrote it, I can't even pronounce it right now.
0: (laughs) But I could probably uh, (laughs) send it. (laughs) It's it's a lot, so... (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll let you guys know about this book. I'm going to read it as well because that sounds interesting. So the next question is, uh, what's the, uh, the best app or your favorite app that you use every day, Apple software oh, that
1: you use every day for your
0: business? App
1: that I use every day. I would honestly say I use my Google Drive every day. <laughs> it's very it's sounds it's, um, okay. silly, but I, it, c- because I use it for mindset work, I use it to capture thought, ideas. Um, mm-hmm. I'm touching it multiple times a day, every day um and getting that yeah, stuff yeah. saved i'm using it as a, a networking feature i'm I, sometimes i build it i can build the entire program off of my google docs or my google drive and um i'll just go ahead and like refine it and transfer it to something prettier later <laughs> but i use that every, that's honestly i use it every day
0: <laughs> that's actually gray. you said that and I try to use my Google, you know, Google apps, whatever it is, you know, Google doc and all this stuff, because sometimes I am working and I get distracted and by mistake, I actually close the pages. <laughs> so I started using uh, Google, you know, Google drive and all the, you know, Google doc and all this stuff because of this mistake. And sometimes maybe I'm transferring emails from, uh, from uh, Facebook and I lose them because I get distracted and I close the page or things like that. So it's actually a good app to use for every, everyday life kind of, and, you know, within your business, even to be like more, you know, you use it to be more organized and everything, but you can use it even, you know, to make sure that your work is actually backed up in some kind of way as well. Yeah.
1: And that's a big part of what I'm using it for, because you don't know how many times I've started an email or a post and lost it like 300 words in so
0: yeah you're like oh why and like sometimes you know it's just like i feel like you're just so much into it that you don't actually realize what you're doing certain moments like i'm telling you like a week ago i transferred all these emails from um from my facebook group because you know you have to transfer it manually from the Facebook group. So I was doing that and I, I put everything in a sheet on my Mac, I, I was using the Mac actual program numbers uh, to, to, to do it and in, in the middle of it and I already accepted all the requests. So in the middle of it, I closed it and I wanted to save it but I don't know why I did cancel. So everything went away, I was like, I lost like 300 emails. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why did he do that? But then, and that, that's why I when I said, okay, you, you know what, Abe? Just always use Google Doc, wherever, because I know myself and I'm that kind of person. I'll be honest with you guys, I get distracted. I get distracted. <laughs> I'm in my own world and I don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm here, but still, I'm not here. So, you know, <laughs> this helps. So, uh, <laughs> what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far? The biggest lesson I've
1: learned so far? That's a
0: good question. I think the biggest lesson
1: that I've learned so far is to take my thoughts and desires seriously mm-hmm. because I can think about all the times in the past that I've just thought, like, oh, that that's silly or that's too much or that's a lot. Or, and I let those things just pass straight through me. And now uh at the place where i am now in my life i take my thoughts seriously i think i take my ideas seriously I, my desires seriously and because i'm just like a lot of those things are just knocking on the door waiting to become reality mm-hmm. and they may seem big and they may seem like too much and they may seem like who do you think you are they may even make you make me feel like an imposter sometimes And I was just like, but I'm okay with all of that. I was just like, I I don't feel like that until I don't. And I'm just going to go ahead and take this thought, this idea this desire very
0: seriously until it becomes a part of my reality. So if you could go back in time, yeah, and start your business all over again with the knowledge that you have right now, what would you do differently? Mm -hmm. The only thing
1: I would do differently is I would have started doing this when I was 25 (laughs) instead of 30 (laughs) and I would have started doing that I would have started doing this work a long time ago because one of the things that I thought was that I had to have everything right and that Mm -hmm. I had to you know do all these things to make sure that I was qualified to show up and do that Mm -hmm. and I was just like really we're a work in progress all the time I'm always under construction yeah. But that does not mean that I can't show up as I am. And I can't. And so now knowing that, I was just like, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Because yeah. it's beautiful to do it like this. I was just like, it's a beautiful mess. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and I enjoy it so much. And it's so much more fun mm-hmm. when you let go of all the perfectionism and all the things that we think we have to do to qualify. Yeah. Before we before we step into our desires and our destiny and our truth. And like if I knew
0: that you know, five, 10 years ago, (laughs) I would have started doing it in. Yeah, and that, that's a big thing that you're talking about because that's everybody. Everybody feels like, even me, I felt like, oh, I don't, I'm not ready for it. I'm, you know, I need to wait till I'm ready. I need to, you know, wait till this and this is done. I need to wait till till I have the resources. And I, and you know, one quote that always motivated me throughout all these six years that I've been coaching and having my running my own business is actually a quote from Tony Robbins. And he says, it's not the lack of resources, it's the lack of resourcefulness. And every time I think about these quotes, that was like the thing that was motivating me. Every time I was giving myself, oh, I need to get ready. I need to have that. I'm, I, I don't know enough. I don't have enough. I would think it's, the, it's not a lack of resources, but it's the lack of resourcefulness. So how can I be resourceful? How can I learn what I don't know today? Can I get a course? Can I? I get, oh yeah, I don't have the money. How can I learn it for free? Or how can I join a membership? And membership were my thing when I started like a uh, business after, you know, after kind of a year that I started a business, I, I had my own coach, but I also joined a lot of memberships because I feel like it's the easy way for you to actually get into it, get so much value at a lower price. And that's why I have a membership and I love it because it's a way just to, just to come and tap the waters, especially if you, um, if you didn't start yet or you're looking to start, or you're not convinced yet. You just go inside these memberships and you just talk to people, network, and it's all about networking. So I always say it's not the lack of resources, but the lack of resourcefulness. So how can you actually become better today? How can you get what you want today? How can you work on your mindset today? How can you work on the training, the education? How can you work on all this starting today instead of waiting to, to become ready? So yeah, it's actually good that, that that's your advice. So guys, if you are those kind of people that are, I want to start my business, but I feel like I'm not ready yet. Or I just listened to Brittany. Like she just said, I wish I started earlier. <laughs> and everybody has that this regret when they start their business. It's like I wish I started earlier. If I knew I started earlier, but obviously you don't know what you don't know. So if you know, just do it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're going to do mistakes. Even if you wait till you're ready, you're still going to do those mistakes. Stakes, you're still gonna go through uh the struggles and you're still gonna have to shift your mind so you're still gonna have to do the work so it doesn't matter if you start today or you start in 10 years you're gonna still have to go through all these things so just do it <laughs> yeah so how can our listeners connect with you Brittany all right um you can connect with
1: me I am on all the social media platforms I'm Brittany uh, on Instagram it's at the Brittany R Williams and I'm on Facebook as the same Brittany R Williams or you can go to brittanyrwilliams.com and you'll see a lot of ways to work with me. I do offer a free connection call. This connection call is based on your intention, is a call to activation, healing, whatever it is that you want to do and step into, I offer that free 30 minute call. Um, You can always go to my website and schedule and um, also I do have a, a little gift for you if you do go to the website or if you find me on social media. I uh, have a free five-day freedom journey that you get to have, and it's five days of letting go of toxic attachment and learning how to get into a place of receptive mode and allowing yourself to walk in freedom every day. So it's called Freedom Factor. Um, that's a free five-day program that anybody can get a hold to uh, just by going to the site uh, or connecting on social media. It's posted a little bit everywhere. Uh, And so those are all ways to connect with me. And if you would like to email me, I'm at is uh, bliss at brittanyrwilliams.com.
0: That's great. So we're going to leave all the details in the show notes so you're going to be able to connect with Brittany. So make sure you go and connect with Brittany. Ask her your questions. If you have any doubts or you want to know more about what she does, just reach out. I always say, just don't wait. Don't look around. Don't say tomorrow right now. If you have any questions, just reach out to Brittany. Ask her your questions. It doesn't cost much to ask questions and I'm sure that Brittany is there and she's very happy to answer any question that you might have. So make sure that you go and connect with her. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Brittany. That was so good. So much value. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to uh, just being in connection with you. It's such a beautiful soul and just such a a beautiful way that you have about you. And so I just look forward to connecting with you, connecting with your audience and like uh, you said, like I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't ask for help. And I asked for help and I realized that it feels great and it's our birthright to get support. So
0: that's so true. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at SheWinsMastermind. And also share and review this podcast. We love you and we appreciate you. Last thing but not least, if you want to join the she Wins Club tribe or membership make sure you head over to shewinsmastermind.com and join the tribe make sure you register and join us thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode